All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the Colorful Chemistry Kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Today's episode was actually requested by you guys. We are doing a form of a reaction podcast. That's right. Reacting to why people don't want to have kids. Yes. Um, we pulled a ton of these statistics and thoughts and opinions from Reddit. Um, so we'll go through a lot of them and kind of unpack them and talk about them. Some are funny. Some are serious. I do want to say, though, before we get started, that if you are one of those that doesn't want to have kids, we know every single person in the world has their own like journey and that's great. I always say there's a lot of ways to live a good life and having kids is only one of them. So if you don't want to have kids, this is not in any way trying to like make fun of you. Mm -mm. This is just us reacting to some of the reasons that we found on Reddit, on Instagram, that people said they don't want to have kids. Uh, so thank you for this idea. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. I yeah. haven't read through all yeah. of these, so I think it'll be funny. Um, also, it is worth noting that not everybody can have kids, yeah. and we also empathize with you. So anyway, hope you find this episode entertaining, and before we jump into it, please subscribe to the show and give it a rating, and thanks for being here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, let me just brag on my wife if this is your first episode listening <laughs> to us. My wife is a boss, and she uh, was an Olympian, Dancing with the Stars champion. She's done a lot of cool things, it's like happening. TV shows. I'm just bragging on you. I just am, am. And are you wanting what, this to be reciprocated? I think the thing I'm most proud of you are of, of you is how do you say that sentence? I think the thing I'm most proud of you for is your momming. Thank you, baby. You're, you're great. At the momming. Thing. I do know for us, we were those, we were two of those people that we 
always dreamt of being parents, whether that was adoptive or like biological. We've just always wanted to be parents. And so it truly, when people requested this podcast for the other side of it, I was so excited because I love learning about people. I love learning about um, playing devil's advocate, just hearing other people's opinions. I think it, it truly helps me understand people. Also, to reciprocate, my husband is a boss. <laughs> No, I did not. Vanderbilt, <laughs> MBA, went on to play in the NFL, full ride scholarship, D1 athlete, phenomenal father. You were on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, that's right. Multiple times. I did do that. You're Super mediocre performances there. Stop it. Uh, but also, Sean and I know people who have seven kids, 11 kids. We also know couples who are in their 70s and decided not to have kids. Yeah. And, um, and it's fun to see how, again, both people can, can live such fulfilling lives. Yeah. Actually. What? So, fun fact, my godparents never had children. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, they, never have they never had children. Um, and their reason was a little bit different. So, husband and wife fell in love, have been, you know, high school sweethearts, been married for 50-some years. Um, the wife truly to her like core just never wanted kids never wanted like her own children um the husband did but for their relationship they they mutually decided within their relationship that they weren't going to how beautiful is that so beautiful making marriage work yeah you know what we should do an episode on because because i get why people don't want to have kids i mean it's stressful we'll, we'll go over this <laughs> yeah. but we should do an episode on why people do want to have kids for sure you know yeah because that's a, I mean, it's just a journey. Both sides. I'd be curious to, to hear the other side too. Yeah. Anyway, you ready to jump into this? I am. Okay. Comments from Reddit. All right. Here we go. First one is, I work full time in a nursery and there's no way I'm spending nine to six with children and then coming home to more children. <laughs> nope. Uh, I do totally, I, I do uh, understand that. Um, We have actually... I, we have interviewed nannies before and babysitters who have said, you know, I, I love working with children, but I personally don't want children. Like, this is how I, I spend my life with kids. And I do think a lot of teachers and stuff share that same sentiment. I think you can have a passion for children, um, but not want to come home to them. <laughs> so I get I, it. I get that. I, I get mean, that. When we put the kids down at, at bedtime, we, like, are toasted toasted We're wrecked yeah it's it's exhausting i mean kids really take it out of you you want to read the next one <laughs> the next one says i would be a terrible parent but a great uncle again i think it's a very similar situation of people love children but being able to have their freedom and space when they go home is something that they enjoy which is totally good someone described parenting as like the most constant thing yeah which is true like there's no once you're a parent there's no like oh this isn't for me. It's you're there. You're into it. You're committed. <laughs> you have a kid to take care of. I will say that was it's the most intimidating thought to me when I was pregnant was, oh my gosh, like this is a, <laughs> this is a morbid thought, but like, it's not like a dog where you've got 12, you know, years. Wow. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And that's morbid. But I was like, this is like, <laughs> this is in it. Like, we're in it. Oh, man. All right, next one. The fact that nothing really makes me want to have them. 
is why I don't want to have kids. I feel like you should have an overwhelming to desire to become a parent, and I don't, so why would I have a kid? I think that's fair. I would be interested to get some sort of t- statistics on, like, your godparents. One person really wanted to have kids. The other didn't. Like, what percentage of people are, like, super pumped before mm-hmm. having kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? how how excited are people before having kids? Yeah. Another person says, the idea of being responsible for a human being isn't for me. I can I feel like I can barely take care of myself. That is totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Some people, that's where some people are. I get it. I'm scared of pregnancy and birth. I have nothing but respect for women who choose to put themselves through that, but it's going to be a hard pass for me. <laughs> pregnancy and childbirth are the closest thing I can imagine to a horror movie. <laughs> Just the thought of something growing inside of me, morphing my body beyond my control, and then tearing it out, sorry, tearing its way out is something that very much lives in my nightmares. I mean, yeah, me too. Do people get psyched out about childbirth? Yes, absolutely. Really? It's one of the scariest, it was one of the scariest parts about <clears throat> having a kid for me. It's just, yeah, it's scary. There's a lot of things that can go very, very wrong. Um the pain factor of it, the not having control factor. I will say, I will say there was a part in Drew's pregnancy, not so much Jack, because I understood, where it was almost this, it would come in waves in like the first or second trimester where the only way I can describe it is almost like claustrophobia, but like reversed. How is it? Po- I don't know how that's possible. Like a panic sensation of like, oh my gosh, get this out of me. That's really weird. Like where, you, <laughs> where it's like, you, it's almost like you're trapped. I was like, I would panic. Pregnancy's wild. It's wild. it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. I remember you having, uh, you were like, trimmering, mm-hmm. right before you're about to give birth to Drew because of I think the anticipation of what's going to happen. Like, what is this going to be like? This process. And I was in excruciating pain. <laughs> true, true, true. I was literally true. in shock. Just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> the next person says, I have two roommates, so I don't really want a baby living with my two roommates. That is fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like financially, some people, obviously a baby <laughs> is a financial like investment. There's a lot of resources yeah. that you have to put behind it. I like the next one. Okay. Next one is, have you ever met a kid? That's why I don't want one. They're wild. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, So my parents um, were in the same boat as this in saying they didn't want kids. Um, They got married when they were 16, and it took them all the way until they were 32 to decide, maybe we'll try. Um, And that's when they had me. But they were, like, the same way. My mom just said, she will openly tell you, she's like, I didn't think I was a kid person. Like, I, I didn't think, I was never one that wanted to babysit. I didn't, like, love being around children. I just didn't feel like I had, like, a connection with them. Um, which makes it sound like strange. <laughs> but Pe- people do say that you have way more patience with your own kid than mm-hmm. with other people's kids. Even when you have kids, like we find other kids annoying if they're not ours, right? Yeah. Uh, and there's something about I don't know. I get. I guess maybe it's this aspect of selfishness where it's like, hey, this little this little thing looks like me, so I'm gonna treat it <laughs> better. Or it looks like, you know, probably yeah. probably better to say <clears throat> it looks like the person I love the most. So I'm going to treat it better. But, Are you uh, saying you love yourself the most? No, you. 
But our children look like you. <laughs> Jet looks like you, dude. Um, and I think your patience for kids grow as well. Yeah. I th- I'm reflecting on the process of marrying Sean and then talking about kids and then having kids. You kind of, you kind of turn your focus from yourself mm-hmm. to like your spouse and then your kids. And it's like the shedding of. It's understanding that, you know what, this isn't about me. Yeah. And that hurts sometimes. It's difficult, but it's not about me. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> if you know me, you know I love cereal. Our whole family does. And growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But now that I'm older, I know it's important to watch out for empty carbs and extra sugar. So I took a little break there from eating so much cereal. But now I've tried Magic Spoon. And Magic Spoon has classic flavors and the crunch you love, but it has way less sugar and it's high in protein. We love Magic Spoon in the East household. I always get the variety pack. It has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs with only 140 calories per serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and Soy free. It's pretty wild to think a cereal can be high in protein and low carb and still taste delicious, but it does. I love eating a bowl of the fruity flavor after a workout for some extra protein. And Sean here loves the cocoa flavor as a snack before bed. We think everyone should try Magic Spoon and taste the difference themselves. Go to magicspoon.com slash eastfam to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code eastfam at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, start the new year off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash eastfam. And use our code eastfam to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by AG1. You know what really gets me going, babe? Uh, whoa. Um... What's that? My morning beverages. I've got a strong lineup. Really had no idea where you're going with that, but I, I, I do agree. I start with chugging a cup of water, make a coffee, and then I crush my AG1. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. With just one scoop in your water smoothie every morning, you get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens help you start your day right. That's right, we're huge fans. Plus, it costs you less than $3 a day. It's literally the one thing I recommend to my friends and family when they ask what they can do to better their health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We'll also link it down below. Let's get back to it. I have zero desire to have a child, just like I have no desire to pet a (laughs) rhino or become a lawyer. Just have no desire. I get it. I get that. That's fair. I'm curious which of these come from females, which of these come from males. I know. I also want to, like, add something. So as we go through this, we've already, like, we are aware we are kid people. And please, if you fall within this category of you are not kid people, we're not trying to convince you. Like. No. No, no, no. 
Like, I, I truly want to understand this, and I love this, and I love the humor behind some of these comments, and I love the seriousness behind it. So just know, we're not trying to convince you. We're just trying to, like, wrap our mind around it. I think it's, uh, I mean, maybe people listen to this, hear one of these, and they're like, yeah, that's actually how I feel. Yeah. Good for you. Next one is, I have no paternal instinct at all. Don't think I could develop one. <laughs> Yep. I'd love to test that some way. but <laughs> Yeah. How, um, how do you determine? Next one. If you tell your friends you're considering buying a sports car, you'll get questions like, <laughs> are you sure you can afford it? <laughs> you know it needs special care, right? Do you think it's practical? <laughs> and if you answer with, I just want one, they will say you're immature and you're making a bad financial decision. <sighs> Somehow it's okay when it comes to bringing another life into the world, which is confusing to me. Huh. I actually agree with that. That is I, interesting. I do. I, we have talked about this before, like on other podcasts, where when it comes to planning for a child, you do need to be very smart. And I know accidents happen and sometimes you just get pregnant. Um, but I think making smart decisions like can you actually afford to take care of a child? Like, can you meet their needs no matter what they are? And <laughs> do you think it's practical? I think where this analogy departs from the situation of having a child is it's, it's way more than just a financial decision. For sure. There's so many other factors. For sure. And but so, I, I do think at the bot, like one of those factors is like, can you support a child? For sure. It, to, to the credit of whoever wrote this, you should have a kid if you are able to, uh, with a lot of thought, like, absolutely. Hey, what is this going to look like? Sit down. I, I wish we did this more, like sit down and like, think about, how are we going to go about this process? What's going to look like? What are your expectations? What are my expectations? Yeah. And like really put a lot of thought into it as, you know, like you, you were making a big life decision. Like if you walked into a, a Maserati dealership and they're like, show me your bank account and you have like a hundred bucks in there and you can't pay rent, you probably shouldn't buy a Maserati. So like you probably shouldn't have a kid. I would never walk into a Maserati dealership. I'm just, it was I don't, I tried to think of like an expensive <laughs> okay. sports car. All right. That was a funny one. I like that one. Next up, the screaming in the next aisle over at the grocery store because they can't have the item they want makes me not want one. I will actually agree with you here. Before we had our kids, and we're lucky we don't have screamers, but like I had been around children before who were screamers, and I was just like, no, no. I, I, don't think I could ever deal with that. Well, and before having a kid, you you listen to that and you're like, "Wow, this poor, <laughs> this uh, poor kid is not getting parented correctly." But then once you have a kid, you're, you're like, like, "That poor parent. <laughs> yeah, these, what did that piece?" Uh, yeah. I think there's a comedian that talks on that. Yeah. But honestly, that's that's the, one of the hardest things about parenting for me is the noise, oh. the constant noise. Where for whatever reason, I uh, maybe like I'm more sensitive. I don't know no, why, but I like, am very it stresses me out. Noise. Yes. And if, can we just have five minutes of silence? You're. I get what? loud. I get loud, dude. No, no lie. But you know, I, it's this balanced. This is just hitting. It's balanced. Coming from the man who was screaming at the top of his lungs last <laughs> night, the Lion King, as both of our children were trying to match Bye. him. Stop it. I literally, I literally looked at Andrew last night and I was like, could you please turn it down? I am so overstimulated. I need yeah, silence. Yeah. There's a lot of simulation that goes with it. Anyway, 
Next one. You got it. Okay. The vast majority of parents I meet complain about having children and how much of a struggle it is, how expensive it is, how they get no sleep, no free time, etc. Then they finish their complaints by saying, but it's the best thing I ever did. I've tried to vocalize this. Yeah. The the downsides and the difficulties of parenting are so easy and so tangible to communicate. Yeah. Whereas the the beautiful part about parenting is more like intangible, ambiguous, like uh, just feeling sort of things that, that people don't easily understand. Like if I, if I say to someone, wow, this is tough because I, I went from getting eight hours of sleep a night to two hours of sleep yeah. a night, people are like, wow, I get that. Yeah. But if I'm like, hey, I get to watch my kid grow and learn from day to day, it's like that doesn't hit the same. No. You know? It doesn't hit until you have a kid. And that's if you have a kid – because you want to get like, there's so many aspects to that, but I, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard. So that would be my rebuttal to that one. Uh, next one is kids are sticky. They get wow. things. What the heck? This everywhere. is so freaking true. Dude, I'm talking, how many times did I wipe Jet's nose today? And then he's drooling everywhere. He's got this neck. He doesn't even have a neck, but he has like this neck roll that just gets slobber all built into it. They got honey and syrup in crevices. I don't even know where. And then have you ever watched a kid eat that like their entire hand is in their mouth and then it's on their face and then it's touching your upholstered chairs and it, oh, dude, yeah. Jet's crawling through wet mulch today, <laughs> drenching his clothes. He's fallen in the pool. He's got dirt everywhere. He, he bit into a dirt clod. I will say <sighs> I, all I heard, I was in the kitchen this morning making breakfast and all I hear is Andrew outside go, bro. What the, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? It's wild. To our 10 month old. But to touch on the last one where it's like, wow, I always hear how much of a struggle parenting is. I consider all the like things like this, kids are sticky. Yeah. It's like a memory. It's like, wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's hard. I was it's in, funny and it's a good memory. I was an OCD clean freak before kids. I still am. But now I've just had to like. We just had a conversation about me not cleaning the house. Like I've loosened the reins a little bit. <sighs> my heart rate just increased. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have loosened the reins a little bit for my standard. Okay. Okay. Are you frustrated with buying your kids clothes and having them grow out of them literally within a week? I know I am. Then you need to check out Posh Peanut. I love this brand. Their clothes are amazing quality and made from viscose from bamboo. So they stretch with your kid as they grow and are four times stretchier than cotton. They have different designs you can pick from like Barbie, Flowers, Disney, and Hot Wheels. So we let our kids pick out which ones they wanted. And of course, Drew picked the pattern with Disney princesses. Oh, yes. She loves her Disney princess pajamas. Plus, I swear their clothes get even softer the more you wash them, which usually doesn't happen with kids clothes i also love that their clothes are chemical free which means they're delicate enough for babies with sensitive skin which is something we've been paying attention to for bear posh peanut is made for infants and kids but they also have sizes for moms and dads if you want the whole family to match let's be honest every family has done a matching moment and if you're not a parent consider this a perfect gift idea for real you guys we love this brand and they're loved by over a million parents check them out Right now, Posh Peanut is offering our listeners 20% off your first order with promo code EASTFAM. Go to poshpeanut.com slash EASTFAM and use promo code EASTFAM for 20% off your first order. 
Thank uh, you. Next one. Having to meet other parents. They're worse than the kids. Mm. Yes, you have your opinion, and it, you can. that's valid. Um, I would say what I've learned with parenting and other parents is parenting immediately puts you into certain parenting style buckets. Like there are a handful of different styles that parents take on. And if you don't mesh with those styles, sometimes it's very hard to like mesh as a human. For instance, there are parents who put their kids on sleep schedules and yeah. there are parents who don't put their parents on or kids on sleep schedules. There are parents who are holistic. There are parents who don't really care about the kids' diets. There are parents yeah. who like to get their kids uh, involved in camps and school from an early age. There are some who, who discipline, don't. some don't. And all of these different things kind of draw parents farther apart or closer together. And because your life is so consuming with children, if you are only talking about your kids as a parent to another parent, if you don't mesh in those worlds, you have nothing to talk about. No, but... I think that's the wrong way to think about it too. It's almost like politics where you, you ha you're forced to make a decision. Like if I'm a politician, I have to vote on this issue. If I'm a parent, I have to make decisions for my kids. So I'm either going to put them on a sleep schedule or I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that, so that's how like your style's drawn out and, and kind of amplified. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that the right approach is, Hey, this parent does things different than me, so I'm not even going to talk to them. I agree, I think except you did just use the analogy that parenting styles are like politics. I so know. even though they shouldn't be polarizing, they are. But they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be, but they are. It should be. It should be grounds for fertile conversation okay, about differences. Next one. It's like beauty about not. It doesn't have to be aggressive debate. It could just be like, wow, that's cool. We both love our kids. It's like you can. Be different and love each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Next one says, you know when people are out in public and people see other parents of children and immediately think those people <laughs> should never have had kids. <laughs> That's me. I'm those people. That's what this person said. That's uh, funny. That is funny. I've, never, I've actually never seen people like that. Here's what's cool about parenting. I feel like when you have a kid, you step, you step up to the plate. I do think there are I've people seen. in the world who shouldn't. Wow, hot take from Sean. There you go. Okay. I I've never seen one. I think there are there are, we've had conversations with rabbis, pastors, a lot of people, and I've asked the question multiple times. Do you think there are people in the world who are capable of being just absolutely evil? And they have both said yes, and I don't think those people should have children. Because that makes me very scared for those kids. Okay, okay, okay. So but, that's like a but very parents, but well, I'm talking when I think of the word parent, I think of like, wow, they're there in their kid's life. Not like, hey, I have a kid. I know, but it says those people should never have had kids. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. You're saying there's bad people in the world. And there's bad people. And if you're bad people and you're not going to be nice to children, you shouldn't have children. My thought is or everyone's out here ever. giving it their best effort. I, I would uh, like no, to think. No, a lot of people aren't. <laughs> I a, think a lot of people are not giving <laughs> Wait, it their best ever. This has turned into such a different conversation. A lot of people are <laughs> cruel <laughs> to children, and they shouldn't be around children or have children. I think, okay, yeah. I'm in a dark spot. You're in a hopeful spot. I'm in the rosy-colored glasses. I'm in a, like, keep your kids inside. 
Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found Skims while I was pregnant and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop-down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. Next up, we have... <laughs> Takes two to make a baby, and I've never met a man I want to deal with for the rest of my life, unfortunately. Yikes. I think we should give you a different podcast. <laughs> I think we should serve up the dating podcast. No, dating and marriage is not for everybody either. No, I know, but like, I feel like within this statement, there is a, I've never met a man I want to deal with for the rest of my life, unfortunately. So unfortunately, she <laughs> put unfortunately in there. So that means... Uh, there is a hopeful side of she wants it she wants it so we did a podcast with a dating professional yes melissa and uh who the dating coach oh Why am I uh, matthew hussey yes go check him out awesome awesome insight so but on hopefully this. fortunately you'll find a guy you would like to spend the rest of your life with but to reiterate an earlier point like there <sighs> There's a tinge. I'm going to try to say this gently. You might be thinking about yourself too much. Was that gently? <laughs> I'm just saying no one's going to fit your your like checklist bullet point of like, wow, you make me feel so good all the time. No, freaking Sean is annoying as crap sometimes with your cleanliness standards, making me organize the house. But that's okay. That doesn't mean that's a no-go for me. Wow, we're you different, know, but we love each other say? deeply, like you, politics. You know what you could say? Is, Thank you, babe, for keeping our house. So I could say nice. that, but I could also say, chill the freak out. Let me sit on the couch for a second. You sit on the couch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild, dude. I was not expecting this conversation for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're up. Better help. <laughs> okay. Next one. <laughs> Losing the rest of my youth in exchange for raising a child sounds really hard. Ooh, that's deep. Thoughts. It is. It is really hard. Yeah. I I have friends who are the same age as us who aren't married, are still dating, don't have kids, and are running wild around the world doing such incredible things and i think it's just a difference of perspective and passions it is very hard for us we have chosen this and for a lot of people that's not what you want which i totally get what is it about your youth that you're scared of giving up 
or that you're scared of exchanging a kid for? I think, is a, lo- it, I think a lot of people are really afraid with kids in losing their quote-unquote freedom. Their ability to, on a whim, do whatever they want with no responsibility. A couple things come to mind. I read a book called The War of Art, talking about how when we have infinite possibilities, we do nothing. Like people, people think freedom is being able to choose from this list of infinite things, but that's not actually what we want as humans. I don't think we read a we read something else yesterday in a book talking about how freedom is actually making room for the things that you want most. So maybe I mean maybe this person wants like maybe their highest desire, their strongest desire is I want to travel and see cult like as many cultures as I can before I die. That's great. Probably kid would definitely interrupt that. But going through that process of evaluating what are your desires and how do you prioritize them, I think would be super helpful in understanding what, would a kid fit into that or not? I'm making sense. Yeah. I'm making sense. You are. You're giving me a funny face. I'm saying decide, decide what you want. And then maybe a kid fits in that. Maybe it doesn't. What? Say something. You are, you know what I'm laughing at? The dog? Does Thor howl all of a sudden? Yes. Is he a wolf? There's a dog in the background. But he's like he's like howling. How? <laughs> what? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationships. I agree, and therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with the therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. Okay. What do you think about what the frick I just said? I agree with that. And I think that plays into the last one, which says, I love to travel solo. I love to explore this world. I would not have the time, money, or the ability to travel that way <clears throat> or the way that I want if I had kids. And I think just like you're saying, it's a perspective of like, where do your priorities lie? What is it you're really wanting to like do with your time? If, if like you said, you want to travel the world by yourself, that is your dream in life. Then yeah. Adding kids to that is probably not going to fit into that dream. But a different perspective is like you could still travel the world with kids, but it would make it a lot harder. It would make it more expensive. So I totally understand this. But Here are my thoughts. <clears throat> Closing thoughts. Okay. I think it's important to be intentional with your life. Don't just stumble through life day to day, going through the motions, like going to college because you just feel like that's the right thing or getting married because you think that's the right thing or having kids because you think that's just what you're supposed to do. Be intentional. And like this makes me think of our goal setting episode, which we did. Um, we Sean and I spend a full day every year going through what do we want this next 12 months to look like. We're trying to do a better job at looking three, five, ten years ahead. 
But being intentional with your time and what you're pursuing and what path you're walking down, that's what I take away from this. Some people are intentionally not having kids. Mm -hmm. That's great. Doesn't fit their profile. Other people maybe haven't thought through what their intentions are. Yeah. And I think this is a good challenge and, and, uh, maybe use it as inspiration to sit down, write like literally the process of writing down mm-hmm. your goals or what you want out of life or, you know, whatever we, you can listen to the episode if you want to see how we break it down. But like that process of literally putting pen to paper <clears throat> really helps you clarify what you want. I also want to add to just again, to legitimize and like, your reasons are your reasons, and those are legitimate. Um, but one of my very, very best friends fits into this category. We had a conversation a couple years ago. She's a um, social worker, and she works with teenage kids, and she works with, like, some of the hardest cases out there. And she's married, and I was like, I asked her the question. I was like, is kids in your, like, future? Is that something you guys are going to pursue as far as in whatever way, shape, or form that is? And she's like, I don't think kids are for us. And I asked her why. And I just remember her saying, and I had never really thought about that before, but she said, I deal with the hardest cases um, with children every single day. And I've seen how parents have, quote unquote, to a certain extent, messed it up. And she's like, my biggest fear is that I would be that same person. And I think, I think there, I think tragedy and pain falls into this a lot. I think there's a lot of hardship that people don't want to relive or live through or deal with. And I think, again, whatever reason it is, it's legitimate for you. Also, don't discount the effect that growing older and time and maturing can have on your perspective. Again, one way or another, but like your perspective on things could change. Like right now, or at least when I was 20, I was worried about playing football and getting a job and yeah, traveling the world. And now I don't really want to travel. Yeah. I want to stay home and hang out with my wife and kids and be with my Italy. friends. You do? I do. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good talk. Thank you so much. Um, anyway, that's all we got. I hope you found this episode entertaining, maybe thought-provoking. Maybe someone vocalized uh, something that you were feeling in a way that, that really helped you see it clearer. So, I hope you pulled something out of this episode. <laughs> yeah. And if you want us to do more of these reaction type videos, like reacting to, to why people do want to have kids or reacting to why people don't want to get married or do want to get married or yada, the list goes on, then let us know um, and maybe toss in an idea with what that might be. But that's all we have for you. If you made it this far, please subscribe to the show. Give it a rating. This was fun, babe. I love you. Fun. I love you, baby. I like our kids. Love, I, I love our kids. Yeah, sorry, me too, me too. And I love you. I like you. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I love you. I'm shot. <laughs> or the East fam, out. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. 
and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search couple things and tap our shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.